Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Maitlam, KCBS Foodie Champ at One Market Restaurant. Director of Wine, Tonya Pitts. Good to see you, darling. How are you? Good to see you too, Liam. Thanks for having me this well, afternoon and coming and joining us listen, here I followed, at One Market. Yeah, I followed my nose to the good wine. Weather's good wine, not too far away. Here, at least, is you. Always. Thank you. I try. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. <laughs> yeah, we uh, have. Your journey in, wa- in wine has been a long and wonderful winding wine road. Uh, and it's brought us to this abundant moment together today, finally. Yes. Uh, I want to go back in time. St. Louis, Missouri, growing up. Uh, who was cooking in the family? Uh, was food a big thing? Was supper time mm. a big deal? Oh, gosh. My grandmothers, my mom, my dad. I even cooked a little bit. I did have an easy bake oven and I loved to bake. Um, When I became of age to be able to work, my first job was actually in a restaurant as a hostess and it was a French restaurant and we got to have these great family meals at the end of the night, but I was too young to drink, but I could smell. And so that's exactly what I did. And to this day, I can smell forever and I always tell people when I taste with them it's if we've never tasted before it's going to be maybe 45 minutes because this is my process and I'm going to smell and smell and smell write notes for that and then taste and write notes and so memories with the nose eh oh gosh let me tell you about it (laughs) so at home growing up was wine ever at the table was it on the table you know it not as much my folks loved Manischewitz (laughs) Uh, I love them. (laughs) I love them for that. Yeah. So at some point, obviously, uh, those early days working in restaurants, you got a nose for good wine. When did wine become a real passion? I think when I had my my first Lafitte when I turned 21, the light bulb really did go off. 21 years old and you're drinking Lafitte. What? I know. And I tell people that and they're just like, "Uh uh-uh. And I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) It really did happen. No Jaeger shots for you at oh, 21 years old. Well, Lafitte that, all the way. Oh, that came at some point. That <laughs> happens to everybody, you know. Um, you know, before we proceed uh, and continue talking about your journey, we have to have a little drink together. So first up, uh, what's in the glass right here? The glass that we have right now is the Maison Noir, um, Mouton Noir Love Drunk. Rosé coming from Willamette Valley. It uh, is a blend of Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, which I know sounds like kind of an odd mix. But my uh, a good friend of mine, Andre Houston Mack, who f- was a former um, sommelier at French Laundry and Per Se in New York, when he left the community, he started his his own wine business and you know he would probably hit my hand for saying this but I put my nose in the glass and I smelled it and the rosé is just absolutely fantastic raspberries and strawberries and 
golden delicious apple but you know with that blend it just really makes me think of champagne and when I had that stopper that one time that just did not work and I lost all my bubbles but was left with these fantastic flavors on my palate yeah. and that's exactly what this rosé is well, it's really I have gorgeous. to say I love the name I'm often accused of being a love drunk I'm not sure what that means uh, but uh, <laughs> cheers so many different ways <laughs> drunk in love drunk on wine drunk on life all of the above darling. that's right here we go to the nose my word that is a whiff of summer right there in one little one little whiff. Oh, my God. It's sunshine in a glass. It really is. No better way to put it, mm. huh? Sunshine in a glass, love mm. drunk. Uh, so, Tonya, working in restaurants, legendary restaurant with a legendary chef, stars, Jeremiah Tower. Uh, back in the day, it was the spot. Oh, gosh. One of the first celebrity chefs. Oh, yeah. One of the hit restaurants in California. Uh, of course, after Chez Panisse, uh, where so many people made their mark, and you were part of that story, part of the team. You know, it was really, it was a really glorious time. I learned so much about food and wine and met so many interesting people within the restaurant community and wine community that are still friends today um, that are mentors and, and colleagues and just partners within what we all do, which is food and wine and hospitality and being the host wherever we are and taking care of people and making sure they have good food and good wine. Well, what a scene it was at Stars. Uh, I was a kid 20 years ago-ish. Moved to San Francisco. Uh, All I could ever do was uh, have one glass of champagne. Uh, I would save up literally, yeah. uh, knowing that maybe I'd be able to sit at the bar, maybe have two glasses of champagne, some oysters if I had a good week, oh, yeah. and I would just sit at that bar, watch the dinner theater unfold with the open kitchen, waiters buzzing by, the rich, the infamous, politicians and ordinary folk, all together under that one roof. It was one big party. It really was. Yeah. The drag queens, everybody. Oh, I almost forgot the drag queens. Oh, don't forget the drag queens. Yeah, Can't forget queens. the drag queens. I may have been one, you don't know. <laughs> I bet I saw you on Halloween. I'm just no good in heels. I can't do it. I can do the makeup, just can't do the heels. Uh, so, stars, great memories, right? It, it really, really was. And I actually had an opportunity to see Jeremiah JT um, last year for The Last Magnificent and uh, saw the film. And at the end of the screening, there was question and uh, answer. I, and I may have been I, there. And I uh, went down to the bottom of the stage because I couldn't get a close seat. And I was actually the first person that he saw when he walked down the stairs. And he said, I can't believe you're here. And just was really, really wonderful. But I just learned so much. And it was a great time for, for food and wine and just California. That's where everything started. Yeah. Farm fresh to the table. Yeah. Um, having those relationships with your community and farmers and being local, local wine, local food. Well, isn't that the wonderful thing? We talk about wines and, of course, uh, here on the menu you'll find wine from all over the world. But to know that some of the wines that you get to drink uh, at any restaurant here in the Bay Area uh, are just an hour away, hour, hour and a half away. Uh, hop, skip, and a jump from here. Um, we're going to get to... 
Women in Wine, which I know has been an ambitious, lofty project, but you pulled it off with a great party last night. Uh, I want to bring us, though, to the journey that got you uh, really on the wine train, as it were, uh, and you got certified. Uh, in what year and what inspired that move? That was in 2002, and and I, I tell the story and... Loretta Keller, Chef Loretta Keller says, I didn't do anything, Tonya. It was all you. But there was that push because I was always interested in wine and very good with wine. Um, she was always saying, you know, if you have any questions, ask Tonya. Chances are she's already had the wine anyway. And she looked at me one day and she said, you know, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be a sommelier. And that was the start of my journey. And Larry Stone was always in the legendary Larry Stone, legendary uh, Master Sommelier uh, Larry Stone, and took me under his wing. Um, I never worked at Rubicon, but you know, whenever he would come in, if I had any questions, I would go to tastings, and he would take me to tastings and introduce me mm-hmm. to winemakers all around the world and taste with me. Yeah. And we would taste together. And I will, I will never forget that. Fred Dame as well, even now, because Larry's actually moved to um, Willamette and has a, a project there in a winery just... Yeah. Just all of them that are here locally in the Bay Area. Just really, really wonderful and, and mentors and very supportive. You know, if we could draw a family tree with Larry Stone up there at the top of the tree as the Papa Master Psalm, and from that tree, all the branches uh, that have led from him all the way down, it's pretty impressive. So that would be Larry Stone, that would be... Um, Fred Dame, that would be Jillian Balance, that would be Emily Wines, um, so many, um, David Clancy, Evan Goldstein, you know, I've, I've known Evan probably just as long as I've known Larry, um, Evan's mom used to come into BCU all the time as well, Joyce Goldstein, and even now today, it's, he always is sending me something to come to, some sort of seminar and intensive and keeping at me to make sure that I'm staying with it and educating myself, sure. which we get so busy yeah. sometimes. Well, and education is a big part of it. Mentoring is a big part of it. Absolutely. Let's talk about one market. Here we are at the foot of Market Street, just across from the San Francisco Ferry Building. Uh, you've been here now almost 11 years. What brought you here? It's funny. I uh, got a call from a recruiter, and I came in for a night interview, and just the candlelights and the ambiance, the food, the desserts, the wine, and it just felt like home. And I was here in a matter of two days, and that's how that worked. And, and I've never been, left. I've never left. <laughs> how would you sum up the wine menu here uh we'll get to women in wine but overall uh what's your duty as it were as the wine director the sommelier here at one market i take care of all things wine and that would mean that any of the wines that are listed as by the glass on the wine list itself um the inventory for all the wines the programming for all the wines 
the tasting of all the wines and making sure that the wines are compatible and make sense paired with Chef Mark Doman's food. Um, And a lot of times I'll bring Chef in to tastings with me, especially if I think it's something extraordinary that will also just kind of get his juices going and enlighten him. And so we taste together quite a bit. Yes. I have a lot of love for Chef Mark Derman. Great guy. We know it's a good day if we're starting the day with champagne. Yeah, let me tell you. (laughs) Hello. Should we move on to our next wine? What do we have next? Sure. The next wine that we're going to have today is the uh, Champagne uh, Pomery Louise, the Cuvée Louise, which is coming from Rims. This is going to be a vintage champagne, 2002. Um, Those that know me very well know that I love vintage champagne. I love bubbles. I am a professed bubble head. But I love I also, the sound. Oh, gosh. But I also like older wine in general. I'm a bit of a history buff as well. And so I really think that's where my love comes from as well with wanting to drink older wines and turn guests on to older wines and the knowledge of just drinking and enjoying older wines from all over the world well joyfully there's some deep wine history in these wine cellars right here oh yes there are absolutely there are so our our wine list has always been comprised of wines that are local and when we opened 25 years ago the majority of the wines were from california so napa sonoma a little bit from oregon what we could actually get here in California. Um, But I'd like to say in the 11 years that I've had the list, we have wines from not only our backyard, but New York, the Finger Lakes, Virginia. Yes, they do make wine in Virginia, very good wine in Virginia. Did you know they make darn good sparkling wine in southern England? Yes, they do. Absolutely. And there's Nimburg. Um, where there's another one too that I like very much. There's the floodgates have opened. Big time. Oh my gosh! Nothing to do with climate climate change, though. Not at all. No, not at all. No. It's it's your original climate that yeah. gets you that good <laughs> that good sparkling juice. There. Um, salut. Here we go to the bubbles. We have Lauren in the wings here, oh, yeah. help helping hey, us drink. Thank you, Lauren. Here we go. Mm-mm. Oh my word bubble heaven right there in one little sip you know it's 23 years old and it's vivacious and very much alive and absolutely delicious golden delicious apple roasted pear slightly creamy flinty rocky uh i'm smiling that will wake you up i'm smiling i'm taking another sip here we go Mm. I would much rather have a glass of champagne than a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the morning to wake me up, especially on the weekends. Well, Tony, I have a a little saying. There's only one pain in my life, and it is... Champagne! Got it, baby. Uh, So, here we are. One Market. Last night, an amazing event. Women in wine. Women winemakers. Wonderful wines being made by women. All around us. And you've been a champion, obviously, big time, Tony. Uh, testament to you. We had a full house here. 
uh, last night. Uh, amazing wines being poured, and at many of the tables, some of the people behind the wine. Is this a good time for women in wine? Absolutely. Um, I think that women have been in the shadows. When you normally people see a woman winemaker, they're like, oh, my God. You're you're a woman, and they do they do make statements like that. Yeah. Um, oh, you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they it's hard for them to imagine because what you normally see are men sure. making wine and, and running companies. And it's uh, it's a small club, the women yeah. in wine, and an even smaller club, women of color in wine, even yes. smaller. Yes, absolutely, and we were very very fortunate to have some of the women in wine that are women of color yeah. uh, last night. Some and of my friends were there last night, I Theodora absolutely. and Leslie, who I've known for a long time oh before they were in, in wine, uh, in broadcasting and law uh, before, and uh, great to see uh, women being championed and championing their great wines. Her wines are so delicious. I don't know if I ever told you the story that Theodora came into one market one evening for an event and, you know, pulled me aside and she said, you know, I'm not sure if this is the right time or not, but I have a small vineyard and we make wine, you know, from my grapes. And if you ever have the opportunity, I would love to have you taste my wine. And I said, well, Absolutely. You know, do you have any with you tonight? And she says, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, I just happened to have some in my bag and right she here. she did. <laughs> and Chef Mark and I tasted through some of the wines. And one of the wines was the Symphony that she produces. Gorgeous. And Gorgeous. we tasted the wine. And I'll tell you, two weeks later, Chef Mark had a dish paired with the wine. And we had the wine on by the glass for quite some time for the summer. So and what you're saying is it hit all the right notes? It hit all the right notes, all the right notes with food and by itself as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, last night, just to look around the room, uh, I, I, I had my eye on you for a moment or two, and I could see a sense of pride as you look around, seeing a full house uh, and all these amazing, wonderful, skilled, brilliant women uh, pouring their wines and people just loving it. It was a really wonderful sight to see and just all the women that came out to support all walks of life and just all the conversation and people exchanging cards and wanting to get together and being able to help each other, just not in wine, but in other projects that they had as well. Just the participants that came in for the evening Mm -hmm to meet everyone and to have food and to have some wine and to meet the winemakers. I have to say, Tony, I am rather gobsmacked at the list that you have curated. Uh, I thought... You know I oh. ran out of room, right? Well, that's I, it. I have, so well, m- I have so many more wines that are not even listed So it's here. it's it's two pages. Yeah. First of all, I didn't even know there was another side to it, yeah, and I turned it over. Two sides. Uh, so the problem with you was not what to include... Uh, oh, it was really about what to leave off because there were so many. Well, I'm going to do this in waves. So the first couple of days, probably first couple of three days or so, I know some things are probably going to sell out, especially wines that are hard to come by um, and that are allocated, allocated that uh, some women uh, produce. And so once that happens, more wines will come come on the list. And I've told people keep checking in you know once a week the list is going to change and be updated and more wines are going to come onto the list um 
And when I was curating this list, I realized I had 90 wines that were produced by women or were owned by a woman, the company. Yeah. So. Well, and here's the wonderful thing for the consumer. Uh, they order wines from this list, uh, and there is an opportunity for a little bit of a bit of a deal for the for the wine fan. Oh my gosh! Everything that's on this list that's been curated uh, for an all women uh, wine list is going to be half off. And a great example of that is the Osame, uh, which is a Cabernet. 100% Cabernet coming from Atlas Peak, Napa Valley. The winemaker is uh, Heidi Barrett, Harry Peterson Barrett. Yes. Um, of Screaming Eagle fame. Let me tell you, and her credentials. Half off. Wow. Yeah. Okay, order $400, me. $400, half of that, 200 bucks a bottle. Done. That's uh, a party right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a bottle of Quintessa Red Blend is one of my favorites there you go $375 half off one eighty-seven fifty. my word yeah. sign me up I'll be here tonight oh, yeah. uh, an incredible list an impressive list and it's a reminder to us all that in wine country there are so many incredible women who are making world class wines right here in our backyard you're celebrating them you're putting them on the menu here for folks to enjoy and discover which is a glorious thing uh, and if you're a wine fan and really want to take a little trip around Napa, Sonoma, wine country, do it by way of this list here that you created. Our last wine here today, Tonya, well, what do we have? The last wine today is the 2001 Risto Estate Quinta de Padre Vineyard Cabernet Sauvignon, which is coming from Oakville, Napa Valley. It's a, uh, a winery that uh, was very famous um, in the... Uh, mid to early 90s and um, Bruno Risto and his wife Urena owned this vineyard and it's basically the vineyard of rocks and one of my favorite one of my many favorite uh, Cabernets and I was able to score some older bottles of 2001 the vineyard does not exist anymore they don't make wine anymore from this vineyard and um it's just an opportunity to also talk about history because I am a history buff. If you come into the restaurant, there's always going to be some older vintage wines from all over California, Napa Valley, Sonoma, and um, it's just, it's the old and rare section. Oh. And I love, come on in. I love that you went deep for me today, 2001. I love this sound. Here we go. Is uh, wow, and I can smell it from here. Is there a better sound? Uh, better sound and a better color. I can't wait to taste it. Uh, salut, salut, Tonia. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Yes, uh, is. what a joy to, to sit with you. Uh, and look at these treats that you've pulled out, gone deep into the cellar for us here today, folks. If you've just joined us, uh, Tonia Pitts, wine director, One Market Restaurant in San Francisco and really in a league of her own uh, in this city and I know that whenever I come here to one market I'm always going to get great food and I know if Tony's on the floor Tony's on the floor uh, my I'm meal always on the floor yeah, my, my <laughs> meal is going to be accompanied by the best wines um, and I know some, some people don't like it when uh, they, they turn it over to the psalm but I love 
when I know I can go to a restaurant and know that someone like yourself is going to bring back something delicious and I'm going to learn something new and taste something new. Part of the joy of it, right? Voyage of discovery. Oh, my God. Wine is a beverage and it's a good beverage and it enhances your meal. And I'm here to demystify it all for you and make it fun and entertaining and not stuffy and... Well, you know, many of the wines like you, approachable, fun, whimsical. I mean, if you're not having fun, but here's what I love about you, Tonya. You are serious about what you do. You're serious about your wines, but you have fun sharing them and sharing your knowledge and your passion. And that's a wonderful thing. Thank you so much. And that's true. Cheers. Here we go. Here we go. Mm. Velvet. Oh, my God, that's so good. Red velvet right there. I have not had this bottle in probably 15, 16 years. Mine have been long gone out of my cellar. I would love to think that I have one more rolling around, but I don't think so. But right now I have have a few, so come see me. Uh, Hey, I'm I'm going nowhere. Uh, This really is absolutely delicious. It really is. Um, Tony, for you, a day in wine country. What's a day in wine country like? How do you decide where you're going to go? Uh, and by the way, that's a trip I want to take one day. Oh, yes. We should go together. You and I, a trip together, oh, a day. Yeah. Come on, two days. If I were going to go to wine country, I could go to either. Oh, gosh, there's so many places I could go. But I also like cool climate and high elevation. So I like a lot of mountain fruit and I actually like to go up on Howe Mountain um, I also like to go um, to Sonoma as well and I also like love the Sonoma Coast cool climate Sauvignon Blanc I'm sorry cool climate Chardonnay yeah. um, and Pinot Noir Anderson Valley um, Mendocino um, as well, really beautiful wine, sparkling. Sure. And listen, let's give Lake, Lake County a little love. Oh, my gosh. Well, a lot of people don't realize that that Lake County fruit is also in some of our other wines. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Lake County, Lake County wines, Sauvignon Blanc, because there's a lot of old vines, Sauvignon Blanc up oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Cap Franc, yeah. Cabernet. You know, you're looking at twenty six to 3,000 feet sure. yeah. easily, and that's just your base wine. Yeah. You know, that's and, the elevation. And it's a glorious place, still one of the most undiscovered parts of Northern California. Uh, I'm biased because I, I have a little place up there with my partner, Rick. Uh, the winery's there. Uh, reminds me of the old days in Napa and Sonoma. Uh, it's still, it, it, in many ways, it's young it's old wine country, but it's also young wine country in terms of, you know, the, the tasting rooms. It's, they're, they're growing there and flourishing. There's so much to discover in Lake County. Yeah. And it really does have that old California feel to it. Yeah. Um, a lot of the families uh, still own uh, their vineyards and their farms and their orchards. And, you know, my mother grew up in California until she was a preteen and she tells us stories about when they used to go and pick apples 
and peaches on the weekend and just going up to wine country and how it looks now. There is no more, you know, fruit trees. It's all vineyards now. But you have this feeling of having a mini vacation, even if you're gone for a day. Just the air feels different, smells different. It's just light and airy. Well, makes you feel good. Well, it, whether you have wine or not, <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel good to know that in our future together, we have a trip to wine country together. Are we yes, on? We do. We, we are on. Wherever drink, you want to go. Can we drink to that. We'll drink to that. Uh, Tony, as we wrap up here, uh, it's been an incredible journey for you in wine. Uh, I have a feeling for you, the best is yet to come. But as you look back and you reflect, what are you most proud of in terms of your achievements in wine over these years? That's a lot to take in. Mm. I'm proud of myself because I stepped off the ledge and fell into the abyss of wine and what I do. Um, I'll never forget the first time I went to a tasting. There were not a lot of women, um, much less women of color. And it was kind of scary. And I just thought gosh, is this really what I want to do? Am I sure that this is really what I want to do? But I did it. Yeah. You did it, darling. Yeah, I did. And you're still doing it. And I am still doing it. And you will continue to do it. Oh, and as you said, the best is yet to come. Yeah. (laughs) I hope so, darling. I'm proud to call you a friend. Same here, Liam. Um, And think about all the people you've touched through your knowledge and your passion. It's a lot of people. Gosh, thousands and thousands of people. We feed thousands of people in a month, yeah. much less a year. Yeah. You've made a lot of people happy through wine, including me. Uh, joy of joys to spend some time with you today, Tonya. I just want to hang out and finish these wines, so why don't we? Uh, folks, we're going to share the wine notes with you on the wines and more of Tonya Pitt's story wine director here at One Market Restaurant in San Francisco. Cheers to you, darling. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you, Liam. Cheers to you, too. Love you. One last one. Love you, too, sweetheart. (laughs) Cheers. Here we go. Mm. Mm. Gosh, died and went to heaven. Folks, more on Tonya's story. (laughs) She's in heaven. Plums (laughs) and chocolate cherries. And the tannins are super, super silky. There there aren't any. You know they're there. Oh, yeah. It's kind of leathery. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of life in this glass oh, right here. It's so good. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> Look at you. Passion. Passion. Brimming with passion. Uh, more Antonio's story and the wine notes. You'll find it all at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.